0: It will get you up and going, learn some things you didn't know, yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, give you energy like buck fast. and if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, yeah. Good evening and welcome to the Keith Walsh Podcast, it is Monday night, it is the 2nd of February, we made it, we got through January and now we're in February. Now we have to get through February, but that should be easy, shouldn't it? Shouldn't take too long. It's only twenty eight days. Grant psychologically, it makes a difference. I mean, it's only like three days less, but it makes a big difference. And then, fe- and then it's March, you know. And then it's practically the summer. The days will be getting longer. You'd be able to crack open the odd Easter egg. Uh, maybe there might be a bit of sunshine, you know, and. Uh, Yeah, it just gets easier to get out and about, so lockdown will be a lot more enjoyable if we're still in lockdown, which we probably will be at that stage. But you know, we got through the worst of it, and hope you're all well. And you know, if you're listening to this and you're not well, I always try and encourage people to. And when I say you're not well, it's probably not a great way to put it. But if you're not feeling it and you can't see how and you're how to how to get past where you're at maybe you're stuck in a rut Um, it's always good to talk to somebody and uh, I would always encourage you if you can to look for um, a therapist or a counsellor in your area there's plenty of them out there and uh, that's what this podcast is about Um, so if you listen to the, the entire podcast towards the end, my guest, who was Luke Devlin, will uh, tell you where to go uh, when you're looking for a counsellor or someone to talk to. Um, I got a letter. As he types into his iPad, I'm going to bring it up. I got a letter into the podcast. It was last last year, end of last year, and uh, I was humming and hawing about it. I don't need to get into it too much because I do do explain a lot of this, and I just thought I'd get Luke on to discuss this with me. Um, as you as you will hear in just a little while, I'll read out the letter, and then me and Luke will discuss what's in the letter. Uh, if you do feel like getting in touch about anything, about the letter, about your own issues, if you you know are wondering, still wondering how to find the right person to talk to, you can email me. Keithwatchpod at gmail.com and uh I'll try and help you. I'm not gonna be able to help you as in I'm not trained. I'm not a therapist or a counselor, so uh but I will be able to put you on to the right people. Uh let me tell you a little bit about Luke. Luke is my therapist. I don't see him as often as as often as I'd like. Um I w I probably only talk to him about every six weeks, and then sometimes I might give him a shout and say look can I see you next week and that might be like I might meet him then for every week for four weeks in a row and then I might see him then again for another six weeks or a month or whatever so it's not at the moment it's not all the time but he's there if I need him and uh, I take great comfort in that and I really enjoy talking to him and I get a lot from it and uh, I started seeing Luke I don't know maybe over two years ago now and it's been hugely beneficial to me in lots of ways uh, dealing with the loss of a job that came as a bit of a shock, uh, and finding a way forward. Um, And, yeah, I have to say my life is better because of it, because I can see a lot more possibilities, where once I only saw one road, now I can see many different routes, and I hope that doesn't sound too wanky, but that's the truth. Um, And I'm a lot more... I'm at peace with myself. I have... The people in my life that i need and i don't have the people in my life that i don't need and you know all these are decisions that i made myself and i'm very happy with them and i'm very happy with where i am and um yeah that's pretty much it so luke devlin is uh, if you go to his website LukeDevlin.ie, don't all go there at once he's a busy man uh, luke devlin counseling and psychotherapy and he explained he explains a little bit about that uh he has on his website what is counselling and psychotherapy, so you can read that. What is the difference between counselling and psychotherapy? He has that there. Uh what can counselling or psychotherapy treat? Where and how? How do I begin? That's a very important uh issue. So he he has a a, a number there. You can contact a web uh page, obviously, an email and uh he uh he will he will talk to you. You'll have a meeting with him, he'll talk to you and you can decide after that whether you want, to, you want to take it further uh, like a first date I suppose yeah, how many sessions will I need how long does a session last uh, he's got the, the cost there as well and uh, lots of very very uh, good questions and you know if you're, if you're in any way interested or thinking about it or feeling a bit stuck or a bit down go and have a look at uh, Um that's kind of it by way of an introduction uh, I will chat a little bit at the end but it's a long enough uh, chat this evening so I won't ta- Dally Dilly Dilly or Dally or tarry. Um, it is it's episode 60 could it be episode 60 of the Keith Walsh podcast I'm going to say episode 60 now uh, we'll call it episode 60 I'll correct myself if I'm wrong uh, of the Keith Walsh podcast and it's me talking to counsellor and psychotherapist Luke Devlin And uh, we are dealing with a listener's email slash letter. And the letter goes something like this. Hi, Keith. I'm listening to your podcast and I'm really enjoying them. I'm working from home. As soon as I finish, I put my coat on, earphones in and listen to your podcast while pounding the roads. Love it. Thanks. I have a strange ask. It's around the mental health challenge that so many face. I'm wondering if you could source spouses slash partners of people who are living with someone who's struggling or who has got through a difficult time living with someone with mental health issues. Well, look, as an aside, we all have mental health issues. The reason I'm asking is because my close friends, we go back a long, long way. All three of them are married, have young children and all three husbands struggled and are struggling with mental health issues, ranging from spending time in St. Pat's to taking antidepressants for a while to get back on track, to the most recent, who just packed his bag and walked out. He came back three days later, feeling awful for doing what he did, but his head just went and he couldn't think straight. I've recently finished with someone who struggled also. I didn't finish with him because of that. There were lots of other things going on but it did scare me at times. Anyway, I'm looking at my friends and I'm wondering who supports them? How much more can they take? All three husbands are not the same men they married. It's so tough on them and their kids. They're all very strong and obviously love their husbands. I'd love to hear someone else's story and hear about how they managed their way through. I know it's so difficult for the person struggling and working through, through it, but I think the people... Living with that person, they have to be scared and overwhelmed. I'm worried about their mental health. I'm sure there are support groups and numbers they can call, but there's nothing like hearing someone else's story and real honest take on how to survive it. Anyway, I hope I'm making sense. I hope I'm not coming across as disrespectful to those suffering. I'm listening to my friends about what they're going through and my heart is broken for them. All I can do is be there for them and help with the kids, etc., it's taking its toll on them in all different ways. I know they're scared. Their husbands are all getting the help and the support they need from professionals. And when I say what uh, when I say, "What about you, I get the typical Irish response, I'm grand, I will be grand. This is a wee suggestion, no big deal if it's not something you can do, I just wanted to ask. I would really appreciate it if you didn't read out my name, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, won't read out that. Anyway, I'll stop now. Thank you for the podcast, and uh, looking forward to seeing the one-man show. Thanks for reading this out. I won't read out the name. Okay, so uh, Luke, how are you, Luke? Good afternoon, Keith. How's things? Uh, good, good. Thanks very much for joining me. Um, it's good that I I, I. I feel like in lockdown, are people like you more accessible? Do you have more time, or are you are you busier because of, because of lockdown?
1: There's certainly uh, more people seeking to make contact. Um, but it's for a lot of it, seems to be a different kind of contact. You know, it's kind of nearly like help. It's it is an urgency around it. Like, you know, I have no idea what's happened to help or I've been told to say help to somebody, you know. So it, it's kind of like there's days um, it almost seems like you're doing triage, like you're contacting somebody say, okay, what exactly are you looking for help for or what, what's going on? So um, it's, it's certainly busier in that regard, yeah.
0: More kind of firefighting than kind of an ongoing uh, piece of work, I suppose. With somebody, would would that be a good way of describing it?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, like gen- generally before, I'd you, you, meet somebody, say, "Okay, I've been thinking about contacting for a while," or this, "I've been told this might be a good idea to get to a deep seated issue," or something like you know. And um, people might have an idea why why they want to talk about something, but um, now it's not everybody. But for a lot of people, it's it's kind of like help, Jesus, help, do you know? Um, the, there's a name for it. Is it crisis therapy, as opposed to,
0: or is that have I just made that up?
1: I think you've just made it up, and if you have, <laughs> you better patent it quickly because there'll be a website in an hour if you haven't. So, you know,
0: it's kind of like uh, almost like going going to talk to somebody when when you've hit rock bottom, as opposed to like what I would always try and talk to people about is you know go you know sort of meet it halfway or you know
1: yeah. Get 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 to speak to somebody before you hit rock bottom, you know. Sure, and and also like I'm cognizant of the fact that it's it's new for our profession as well. Do you know? Is that, um, like for last year, and I may have said this a few times even to you that there's always a sense in our profession. There has been a sense in our profession that it'll be around this time where the trauma really starts hitting. Do you do you know? Because for the first first part of the year and all, it's a different dynamic, you know. But now. The trauma and everything is really hitting so this is a, the first time for us to be dealing with this on a kind of pandemic level as well do you know so we need a bit of uh we're learning as we go sometimes and we also learning around uh, the value of self-care and that as well do you know yeah you guys
0: looking after yourself yeah especially sure. yeah yeah because we're all going through it you know um who will babysit the babysitters as a friend of mine once said
1: exactly yeah um, Do you have a, the answer no? <laughs> no, I
0: don't. No, it's the blind leading the naked as far as that's concerned. Uh, so listen, uh, first of all, I want to say to listeners, if you are in this situation or you found yourself in this situation and you have first-hand hand experience of this, I'd love to hear from you. So you can email the podcast, keithwatchpod at gmail.com. I'd love to be able to read out as um, as this person whose, whose name I won't mention uh, asked You know, if there is if examples of this We'd love to hear from you. So uh, feel free to get in touch, especially if you've been through it and you're out the other side and things are great. And maybe I'll get my wife, <laughs> my <laughs> wife to write in. Uh, although although, although I'm, I'm saying out the other side and things are great, you know, that might be a, an exaggeration. I don't think anyone ever in life gets out the other side and things are great, but, but we just, mm-hmm. we work. We, we just keep working. Um, can I just get your thoughts on this, Luke? Or will I, I'll be guided by what you want to do with this letter
1: yeah sure like when you contacted me um last week to, to say do you think this is something we could do something we could discuss you know i i was intrigued first of all around um how to address it do you know and and i had to ask myself a question okay like if if this was, was a situation i met either personally professionally where would where would my curiosity be around this and it would be I found myself like being curious around three particular viewpoints or lenses. You know, one was the the person who contacted, you know, to say this is going on and these are people in my life. The second was the the spouse or the partner going through this and trying to support their partner and the difficulties they have. And the third was the per- person going through the difficulties themselves. Do you know? And I think it maybe in addressing it that way, that um certainly from my point of view. It can be as objective and subjective and as fair as possible. So, what I didn't want to happen because of this conversation was that somebody would be vilified or stigmatized or whatever it is. So, just to, to provide a, a total, as much as they can, a balance of balance on the whole spectrum of what's being talked about, you know. So, so with that in mind, I spent a bit of time last week in trying to to bring the central character, if you can call them that, into focus, and that's the person that. The friend is worried about, you know, and usually in my training and in our practice, it's usually best um, conceptualized through a case study. You know, so what I've done is um in, in searching far and wide last week, I've, I've accessed a forum. It's a public forum. All this is information in the public forum. It's from the southern hemisphere. It's as far away from us as possible and there's no names involved. So I, what I thought I'd do was I, I would read out um as, as a case study, a begin to a case study, somebody who has reached out for help, you know, which which for me seems to identify the person that the the author of the email wants to help. If that makes sense. Yeah. So she she's worried about her friend and that's who we're going to focus on initially, yes. initially anyway. Yeah. So so in, in lieu of or if we wait for somebody to contact and say, okay, this is my lived experience, is is to bring that in center now of somebody else's lived experience if that's okay so what i thought i might do to start is is read out this this person's letter or this person's um um sorry yeah it's okay
0: to go ahead yeah you work away in your own in your own time luke whenever you're ready okay
1: my husband has been depressed now for as long as i can remember and after eight years together this morning i felt as though i can't hang on any longer He is withdrawn from everything. He goes to work, comes home, goes for a short walk, has two beers and goes to bed. On weekends, he will never do anything with me. Our intimacy has vanished and usually I am so upset I sleep in the other room. I've tried to explain to him for the past two years that we need to spend quality time together regularly or even occasionally if we are to stay connected as a couple. And he says he understands but then continues to refuse to go anywhere with me. I have nursed him back to health many times. I make sure he has his vitamins and good meals. I've helped him reduce his drinking dramatically, but for the past few years, I have not been able to contact, connect with my husband emotionally as he is shut down all the time and stonewalls me. He won't see a doctor, won't take his medication, and I know if I leave him, he will just say he is a failure at marriage and get worse. But living with a man with depression is a living hell for the wife too. I do feel selfish sometimes, but I feel like I deserve a life. And after searching for many years to find a loving husband, now I have lost him to depression. It's just not fair. I feel like if I stay, I will soon be plagued with depression also. Or if I go, my husband may harm himself. I just live in this limbo day after day, and we have the same arguments week after week. We are financially bankrupt now and have lost everything because we can't earn enough money to even pay our bills. So every day he gets deeper into his depression. Also, my husband's father is dying of cancer, yet I still get angry and frustrated with him. My husband's nephew committed suicide two years ago, and I now think it's a family disposition, which worries me even more. I just don't know what to do to break this cycle. Whoa. That's heavy,
0: yeah. Um, Yeah, okay, so I mean, you're looking at... I mean, this person who, the author of the letter that came in to me is worried about her friends. We're not saying that that's their situation, but this is as close as we can get to a scenario that they might yes. be going through or maybe close to, or that will definitely help us and or help you get to a point where you can yeah. explain the best, you know, the, the, the best way to go with this, or at least to just untangle the whole
1: thing. For sure. And... I think untangle it is is a really apt word because it it's very very complex at this stage, you know, especially when you have somebody who wants to help their friend who who may they can see her in of distress, you know, so they want to try and pull them out of it. So you try and okay, let let me help you. I can see everything's terrible. Like tell me how it can help you. You know, I think in the email, um, the response that the person's getting is I'm grand. Do you know, mm. so it's almost like, okay, I want to help you, but you won't let me help you, and there could be frustration in that. But what was interesting about when I, when I was uh re- researching or trying to find this case study, because it was on a forum, there there was a lot of replies coming in, you know, and and a lot of them were immediately, you know, like tell the loser to get lost. You deserve to have your own life. Like you've looked after him enough. He's a big man now. Tell him a big boy. You move on. Look after your own life. And while it was well intentioned it was really um interesting that the the person then came back a while ago and said listen um it feels like you're you're attacking me you know i i love this man it's not that easy do you, you know that he's he's my husband you know so in, in there was was kind of the articulation of the difficulties of, of the whole thing do you know so what i thought maybe the, the fairest way to do would be that um if we kind of take each individual like the the order of the letter the, the lady in, in the relationship and also the man who might be experiencing a mental health difficulty and and kick that around for for a little while
0: yeah I mean because I mean I suppose if I think of my first thoughts on reading the letter when I got it and this is this came in I don't know it was last year November I think and i it's taken me a long time to get around to it because I thought well I'd definitely like to look at this I definitely like to read it out on the podcast I definitely like to you know, and I suppose initially I was like I could just throw it out there and see if anybody has experience of it. But eventually I just thought no, no, I need I need to discuss this with a professional. I need we need to have a proper, open, uh, possibly flawed. You know, let's not uh, you know let's not say that everything we're going to say is bang on. I mean, you're obviously a professional, but we are still human, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna you know as, try and untangle this whole thing as best we can uh but yeah so i i i just i i decided i need somebody with me as i discussed this because initially you're you, you know you you do kind of go to i mean my first thoughts were like here's a woman i mean she's talking to a few of her friends who you know they get married to a guy and you know a couple of kids later mortgage house jobs whatever Time passes, and they suddenly look—not suddenly, but over time—they look around and go, "Well, this isn't. This is not what I signed up for." Yeah. Um, he, he, whether it's depression or whatever it is, some something has taken the, taken the z- zest for life out of this man that I that was once so alive, you know. Um, yeah. And then immediately, I start thinking, you know. Because because I'm a flawed human, I started thinking, well, you know, maybe she's been overprotective, you know, maybe she demands too much or maybe she doesn't let him do X, Y and Z. And that's just, you know, so that's why it's not for me to just read out. It's for me to get somebody like you, Luke, on so we can discuss it. So because I want to learn as well, uh, because, you know, every day is a school day. So I'm happy to go <laughs> to to take the next step, whatever you think the next step should be in discussing it.
1: Well, I agree with you 100%, is that whatever we talk about today, that naturally there'll be older people go, like, that's absolutely ridiculous what you're talking about because it doesn't affect me. Because every relationship is different, every relationship is as individual as the two people in it, you know? So, So, um, our understanding of, of relationships will differ hugely. So I'm trying to speak about this as broadly as we can this, this morning. It, it's hoping that it, it might connect with as, as many people as possible, but it certainly won't. I'd be very surprised if it shoehorns directly into somebody's exact life. Do you know? So, so it'll be good that there might be kind of edges or reaction to it in different ways, you know, because at least then um, it it's out there and, people are either identifying with or not identifying with something might happen. Do you know?
0: Yeah. And it'd be great to get, uh, as I said, it'd be great to get feedback and to get people involved in the discussion. And just because it's just a great discussion to start and Mm -hmm. great to hear many voices on this, because I don't think it's something that there is enough or a big enough space uh, Mm -hmm. to, to allow it to be sort of this, this particular, uh, type of scenario there's not there's not enough talk about it really because maybe you know i i feel it's an irish thing because we tend to say everything's grand when and then when the front door is closed that's not the truth you know and there's two different things
1: going on sure so so even like i was reflecting that that, uh, a few years ago i would have um worked in the area of of couples counseling you know so in, in any relationship in any marriage in any partnership um there, there will come a time I'm sure where the person that you, you, you you suddenly find yourself sitting across from is vastly different from the person that, that you remember falling in love with, you know, for, for many different reasons for, you know, for how they are, how they appear, how they behave and, and everything else. Like, so quite often, one of the um, motivations or one of the, the, the main tenets of, of couples counseling is to kind of separate the whole complexity and say, okay, nearly nearly identify three entities it's one is you one is you and the other one is the relationship itself like do you know and and nearly kind of come back to and finding and celebrating the individuality about, about the person each person you know that to pull them apart so they're not brangelina anymore or whatever that was you know and it is okay now we can go back into relationship again do you know because the relationship could have changed hugely yet we're still we still kind of source our identity is who we are through that relationship. Do you know? So it can involve just pulling the whole thing apart in order to, to bring back the bits that you want back in it again. Do you know? Yeah,
0: because it can be, uh, you know, it, it it's, it's, a, it's an exciting fact of marriage that you're both going to change and grow at different speeds and have different interests and, and move in different areas and want to accomplish different things. And that's the, that's the great thing about marriage. The yeah. issue is if, if one person has decided that how the other person is growing or moving or whatever direction that, you know, that, that does, that's not for them, or it shouldn't be where they're going and they try and yeah. control it. Maybe that can be a problem, I suppose, you know,
1: it can, you know, but, but where that dynamic changes or, or can really come up against um, a hard surface is when there's either um, something has changed with the partner, either through a physical situation you know illness or disability whatever is or mental health Mm. you know and then the the dynamic changes you know is that the one of one of the partners the the other partner if it's not minded very carefully can take on the role of carer but it's not defined that i'm your carer it's just i've slowly taken over responsibility of you know getting the bills paid in time getting the kids out making sure you're okay you know that before i even ask you you know did did you get the car served? Do you have to check out? Are you okay? Where are you? You know, so the dynamic changes hugely, absolutely hugely, and that can have a devastating effect on, on any relationship. You know, because even if you're acquainted to that, that, um, like one of the major issues or problems with nursing staff, you know, or anybody in 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 in, um, in a profession to do minding anybody else, is burnout. You have to mind against burnout the whole time because if if you're just giving the whole time, if you're might might focus on you the whole time or patients or whatever clients, you, you have no idea if then if you've burnt out until you've burnt out. Like, mm. do you know? And and you know, effectively, if
0: you're looking after somebody who has an injury or is dealing with mental health issues, mm. you're you're becoming a carer then, and uh, fatigue yes. sets in, and then all sorts, and then your your thinking will be. Mm-hmm. You know, as muddled yeah. as it as, as it needs yeah. to be, or whatever. Um, so, how do we how do we deal with this in particular then, Luke? Or?
1: Well, I think that in, in in bringing in as many components as we can, because um, certainly a central vein in, in this person's um, c- cry for help or call for help was um, that she's unable to to connect emotionally with her partner anymore. That's the bit that's gone do you know and that's the bit that can can change everything radically So okay i can look after you as long as we can stay emotionally connected so as long as I, I still feel that that um i'm connected to you and you're connected to me do, do you know but you're saying okay Julie, you need to be begging can we spend some time together So said well, yeah and then i don't so, okay it's important to me that we spend some time connecting emotionally together and you go yeah whatever but i don't get it do you know and to again pull that apart because um as I, i've made no no about it. like one of my main interests in men's mental health and the dynamic that that fuels that particular way of being. Do you know? It, it can feel for for the partner uh, of that you just shut off from me. You're, you're shutting away from me. You're hiding stuff from me. Do you know? Uh, it's almost like you're you're concealing how you are from me. And, and that's the bit that can almost feel like a betrayal within a relationship as well. You know, that we, we signed on, it's supposed to be you and I forever and all that, whatever the mantra is for each couple. But now you're just holding back from me. I ask, I can see there's something wrong with you and you're telling me I'm fine. Leave me alone. I just want me two beers, go for a walk and then go to bed, you know, and it's everything I can do just to, I'm, I'm fine. Am I working? I'm fine. I'm doing this. Like and that's where the problems can come in, you know, it's okay where are we? Like even the, the sexual intimacy that can be affected hugely by, um, by the medication for medications for mental health and physical health, but especially mental health. Do you know that, that um, if, if if it's affecting uh, a man and he's unable to, to get an erection or, or sustain an erection or even perform, or even his affecting his libido, his, his desire to have sex is then, although he can't, that can't be articulated, you know, it can feel for the partner that, okay, you don't want me anymore. So now I'm not even your partner. I'm not even someone that you want. And that's the bit f- for, for the person experiencing this in the middle, that could be very, very difficult to explain to a friend who wants to help. Do you know Just saying? Tell me how to tell me how I can help. You know, that's a bit that can be very difficult, you know, just to, to say that we're not having sex anymore. Or I tried to initiate sex last night and he, and he rolled over. Do you know? Because, there could, there could be a huge amount of of, of shame for that person in, even in that you know it must be something about me like we're trying there are people coming up against stuff that they never thought they would come up with in, in a relationship do you know
0: yeah because you kind of i mean like this I'll just I'll just tell you what I'm thinking mm. like at what point is the onus on the person with with depression or mental health issues at what point where's the ownership on them to get to a point where they're okay so you've, mar- you've married let's just say in this case it can be it can work either way it could be a man marrying a woman who who who, who finds herself with mental health issues and and has to take Mm -hmm. medication and is depressed and all that kind of stuff. It happens to the women, it happens to men. So, so Mm -hmm. either or yes. So I've, I'm married to my wife and she's say, for instance, she's struggling with with mental health issues. She's depressed. She's not connecting with me. She, she, we're not having sex anymore. Mm -hmm. At some point, am I allowed to then go, right? Well, look, this is not the person I married. They don't seem to be getting any better. I've hung around here for four or five years. They don't seem to be making any effort. Bearing in mind they can't probably can't make any effort because they're not making any headway with, with their with their with their illness or whatever. It's not it's not getting any better. You know, the, the doctor's giving them just more medication and doesn't seem to be helping. I can't get through to them, so they won't come with me to talk to a therapist. Uh I want to, I, I I should feel, I just want to go walk away now. You know, at what point, you know, are you allowed to just say, I've done my bit, it's not helping, and this person actually isn't going to get any better. I'm not interested, you know. But also, and this is a difficult one, because if you're suffering from depression and it's, it's severe enough, you can't really, it's very hard to get to a point to, figure out how to help yourself and to get better and all those things that you need to do, even though, even if you want to, and you're embarrassed that you can't get it, you, you're, you're not interested in sex, you know, your libido is shot and all that kind of stuff. You know, there must be an onus on that person. It's a very, it's a very difficult scenario, isn't it? Because.
1: This, this is where one of the areas where it can get really, really complex. And, it can with, with this letter, you know, the, the part towards the end, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like with respect, you're saying I'm done if I do and I'm done if I don't, do you know? Because, you know, she's saying if I don't do something soon, I feel like my mental health is going to be affected, you know? But if I go, my husband might harm himself, do you know? And then blame me. He go to that. It's my fault that the relationship is gone, do you know? and, if there's an added layer of complexity and it's, you know, the last bit there, it's okay that there's his nephew, um, ended his own life two years ago. So I'm, I'm scared that that might be his family's disposition. So he might end his life and that's not what I want, but even said I might be responsible for that. Like, so that's just a huge complexity around that. Like, you know, I guess, I guess what I would say, and again, and trying to get in the, um, uh, the three parts here right is so we can pull it apart like one, one of the well-used um sayings that, that we use around mental health was you say okay anybody's ever been on an airplane they say if you if to if the oxygen drivers drop or whatever it is and the masks come down if you're caring for somebody else if you've got kids which you are somebody you're caring for your compulsion is to put the mask on them first right but they tell you no you got to put your own on first because if you don't you'll have passed out by the time you've got everybody else yeah you know you know so so in effect they're kind of they're articulating something that goes against the grain that you're compelled no i got to look after these people do you know they're saying no you got to put your mask on first otherwise you're you're not going to be able to deal with anybody and in using that to address the the burnout component for for the person who's trying to deal with this do you know because when when they're burnt out when they don't know what to do when you're trying to deal with stuff that they can't articulate. That it's difficult to take. And then if if well-meaning people come in and say, "I want to help you," like you know, this this you know you got to move on, whatever. He's that's not fair. He's he's straight blah blah blah. blah. Although it's well meant, it can be a, an added pressure. You know that I'm failing that whatever it is, and I can't affect that. You know. So what I would say to you in kind of response is, so, okay, what do you do? You know when when you're fed up with. No intimacy when you're fed up with being stonewalled, When you're fed up, and and I would say that to go and talk to somebody, you know, nearly somebody who's who's outside of your your circle, somebody who's not going to give you advice around a particular, Seamus, you know, because I know Seamus and he was a good guy, there's somebody who's just available for you, you know, so, so that you can bring it back to you, do you know, so, so that to be able to 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 actually connect with the parts that that might be that, okay, how it feels to to be um, shunned, how it feels to be rejected, how it feels to, to have to be the care for the person you love, and bring it back to how you feel, because when you're able to do that, you're you much more informed position then to make a decision if a decision has to be made. Do you know And it's based on what's going on for you? Yeah. You know, so so it's not it won't be a decision that it's, okay, I'm leaving this marriage because everything you're doing, right? It'll be I'm leaving because it's it's how I feel about everything that's happened, right? Or equally so, it's okay, I'm 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 staying in this, but I, I I'm I have to be more aware of where I am the whole time in it. Like, do you know do you have to be able to say, Okay, yeah, that's not good enough, or I want to help you. Do you know? But you have to begin helping yourself like it, 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 it's coming the, it's the three positions that we really trying to point out is is like is is passive aggressive and assertive do you know and as irish people especially we we kind of always lean over to passivity do you know sure it's, it's fine fine yep fine but grand 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 yeah and we absorb a lot until we can't absorb anymore and then it comes out as aggressive like Fuck that. and then as soon as we go to aggressive we're, we're scrambling back to passive the whole time do you know and th- this is what can happen in a relationship like this is that okay i, I can't i can't say it in here so passive like oh, i can't say it like a passive and then it comes out okay, what and that can be experience is quite destructive from the other person but then as it's traveling back to passive it takes on a whole truckload of shame so this person who's trying to deal with this is is in a kind of a a spiral or a kind of a vacuum of their own shame guilt and, and everything else you know whereas the place to try and get to is always the assertive do you know and you can only really get to the assertive if if you know what's going on for you in each situation do you know so the difference of that would be like like you get you, now you can't work anymore and you can't do this and i have to do everything you know blah, blah, blah. whereas the assertive might be you know do you know what i'm actually exhausted mm. i don't know i don't know how long i can keep going with this i'm physically mentally exhausted myself do you know and i need help that's the assertive place do you know
0: yeah it's very interesting that you said that because i mean yeah. you know even as you started saying uh about you need you know you, you need to make sure that you take the oxygen mask before you look after the child beside you or you know whatever whoever you're look whoever you're and it's a great image you know mm. but I, I had totally I was totally focused on the person with depression I was totally focused on the, the person I was going how do we get how do mm. we get them better how do we get them to a point that everything's better how do we get them to take responsibility? And it was just even as soon as you said, I, and, and we and we do this naturally, we focus on yeah. the wrong thing in that you, let's, in in every marriage, in every relationship, you don't have to be married. Uh, you don't have to be male or female. It can be male and male. Uh, it can be female and female. Yeah. Um,
1: it can be parent and child, whatever whatever it is. It's, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You're both on a journey and this is this is something that's occurring to me as you say it like you're both on a journey just because one partner's journey has become about dealing with a mental health issue that they've encountered and they need to get better that doesn't mean that your journey in finding out the things that you need to be doing or learning or experiencing or doing for yourself need, should stop so you can sort of be the care as much as you can, whatever time you have available. But you also need to be—I mean, obviously there's the kids in the house as well. But you also need to be mm-hmm. working on yourself as well, because uh, this might might not se- seem like a very compassionate thing to say. But people with mental health issues and that suffer from depression, they're doing a lot of—they're doing a lot of—they're spending a lot of time on themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, whether you know whether it's for good or for bad it just is it is what it it, it's they're very focused on themselves everything by nature of by by the very nature of what's going on with them it's all about themselves really because they can't really see beyond a certain point yeah so but you need to make and that's the thing isn't it you need to make sure that you are doing what you need to do to make sure you are in the best of mental health to do whatever whatever you need to do, whatever your decision is to stay and, and, or to, or or to, or to be assertive, to get out of that passive role, you know, because as you said, it's passive, passive, passive nuclear button, guilt, passive, passive, passive nuclear button, guilt. And that's the cycle, isn't it?
1: Well, it's, it's kind of even, I, I would, I would differentiate between it's shame, shame, you know, because guilt, guilt is, is related to something I've, I've done, right. So say, okay, I, I've robbed Keith's hat. I feel guilty about it, right? No, we didn't rob your hat. You, would, you, you wouldn't. I would never let you rob my hat. <laughs> you know, so I feel, so feel guilty about that, right? But like, shame is, is an identity dense. Shame is something we tell that it's about ourselves you know and that's much more insidious like when we work through guilt very quickly you go know, that's fine it's only you know hat whatever you're fine grant you know but but shame to, okay i've done something terribly wrong i shouldn't have reacted that way i'm a terrible person you know and that's that's the, the the bit that's very difficult to catch and, and then kind of um process do you know because
0: it's so it's the, it, so it's so it's it's uh Passive, 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 nuclear button, shame, shame, shame. Passive, 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 nuclear button, shame, shame. That's the cycle. And it's to get, you need to, I mean, it's very hard when you're in that situation to, to, to suddenly switch and go, hang on a second. The focus needs to be on, I need to focus on myself here. Yes. Because all you can see is, outside, is everything from, from your eyeballs out, you know? Yeah. How do I deal with all of this? The house, the kids—that this is all needs to be dealt with. Yes, in actual fact, you need to start with the self.
1: And, and kind of just to bring it into to, to focus or, or hopefully clarity is that any, any human being is extremely complex, right? It's probably the reason we fall in love. A particular human being is the complexity, the individuality of the person, right? And it takes a, a lot of of training. It takes a lot of um, different things to. to 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 i was gonna say young i'll follow what i was saying is to get a sense of operating confidently with somebody else you know because you're open to the individuality of the person that's why it's it's done with, with somebody else right but when when somebody is experiencing mental health difficulties and i love that you continuously say that everybody has mental health which is correct we all have mental health You know, if we all went around the same mood all the time, I'd be very, very worried, you know? So we all have in a spectrum of mental health. We have good days, we have bad days, we have difficult days, we have great days and everything else. So everybody has mental health. Where the difficulty is when we're struggling with our mental health. Do you know? And especially, like, I've yet to meet anybody who's had any struggle with their mental health, where they could say, okay, it, it's all about me. I'm going to be really selfish. It's all about me and this is what I'm doing. It, it's a completely different felt sense. It's, it's kind of like, okay, it's a slow retreat, first of all, into the self. Do you know, almost as if like, it's been articulated before is that I'm, I'm protecting the rest of my family from the worst of me, you know, because I don't even know what's going on over here. You know, so you tell me, ask me how I am. i say, grand, fine, keep going. You know, because I've no idea what's actually happening for me. It's just I'm I'm retreating. There's less of me available, there's less of me available, there's left of me available. So you almost doing it as if like all I can focus on is is trying to figure out what's actually happening to me and protect you from the worst of it where I can. You know, so so there's a, a retreat from this side, which isn't it can't be understood from the person experiencing it normally, right? And this is where you can you're you're holding out on me. Like I'm asking you how you are, and you keep telling me you're grand, and I can see that you're not grand yeah, I can actually see it you in know, a grand, you know, we said, well, yeah, I'm trying to deal with it. Like, do you know, I'm just trying to go to a place where I could deal with it. So that's, I go to work, I have my two beers, I go for my walk, I go to bed, I'm dealing with it. This is yeah. as good as I can get dealing with, it. like, do you know? And in, in that space, you kind of go, okay, Grant, go through another day, Grant, go through another day. Do you know? And if the partner say, okay, I want to connect with you emotionally, so do I, you know, but I don't know how to anymore. You know, so I'll just, i pull back from that as well do you know because that's all they can deal with that's all they can manage do you know so you have you've have two people who then are who once the closest people in the universe who are, are moving dangerously apart now you know there's there's a there's a, a a massive canyon opening up between them do you know that that can't be bridged by one person alone you know it's okay i'm looking after you now i'm looking after you and well the person is looking after them again there's a a, a variation of the shame cycle going on with the other parent you know so well a i might be glad that the other party you're able to do this but i'm trying to deal with the shame now is that i can't do this you know i'm not doing this i'm aware that you're doing all these things and i can't do them do you know so even if uh, i can't go to work anymore or it's difficult getting to work so it's affecting our financial situation like this person there says we're financially bankrupt now you know there's you know you you might expect the response to be oh shit all right enough of this old nonsense now i'll go and get the job you know we'll get it back in an even keel like do you know you that's the motivation response here like you know was no it's, it's it could be it's a felt sense of something different it's another dollop of shame you know that, okay why can't i do this do you know that can't be articulated do you know there, there's a kind of like if we're staying on the the other partner hmm and I'm glad that you differentiated between the, the gender, you know, the, even the, the the multiplicity of of gendered relationships that we, we now recognize, rightly so, do you know, is that for any person experiencing mental health difficulties, uh, it, and it's a dynamic that I, I came across last year in I was researching something else, is, is that they describe it as a turning against the self, you know, and I have this vision of kind of this funnel that turns against the self. So all these things that made, the person brilliant within the world all their enthusiasms all their energies you know that normally went outwards you know and that's we can recognize them but the person is that over a period of time sometimes happens quite quickly sometimes it's a long drawn period this gets turned against itself so this self-same energy that that gave us a place in the world, it's now reflected inwards and it, it corrodes self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth, you know, it's happened the whole time. And the reason why I like that particular model or that way of thinking it is that if it's turned against the self with the right help, it can turn back. You know, it's not a fatalistic position, you know, it's a, it can be turned back, but it has to be understood in context. Do, do you know? Mm. Yeah. So the most energetic
0: and vocal and vociferous person, and uh, the person who's the most alive and uh, yeah. and energetic, can then suffer the most. Then, if, yeah. if, all, if all that energy is turned back on themselves, and and they put all the energy they would
1: have put into life into, you know, yeah. shame, shaming themselves for not being able to do what they used to be able yeah. to do. But it's it's not a cognitive thing. They're not saying, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do with all the energy. I'll turn it on myself. It's just it's experiences as a, just a continuous. Deterioration of self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence. Do you know? And then that can get fed by whatever narratives in their life. You used to, whatever it is, blah 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 blah. Do you know? And if we address the, the the last component, you know, where where the partner's saying, okay, I don't know what to do, but if if I leave, th- there's a danger that they'll they'll end their life. You know, that they won't cope with it very well. Do you know? Like from from the other side. Um, and I, I was lucky enough to spend time working with, with PA and the clinical staff, like the majority of people, men especially um, that I met, met, who had made an attempt on their lives, most of them said, didn't say, I wanted to die. They were saying, I just wanted to find a way to stop this. I mm. wanted to find a way to get, to get it to stop. And they're not able to articulate what the it was. You know, it's just a sense of something out of control, something that what I normally do through it doesn't work anymore. Do you know? And that's... It, where where you know you have one partner over here say okay this is this is getting so bad now that I can't do it anymore but I'm afraid that they'll end their life if I do and over the other side the person is going to okay, go I can't figure this out anymore I'm the problem you know so in order for it to solve the problem and make everybody else's life better I'll just I'll remove me and that solves the problem do you know so again you have kind of two people worrying about the same thing but from poles apart. Do you know, yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that in a situation like this, like it, it is it, without scaremongering, it can it's a crisis situation. But the crisis being okay that if the partner has support around their mental health, which the the author letter saying yeah, the, the three men have support for different degrees, you know, with St Patrick Institution or whatever it is, it's like okay,
0: they're 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 in a, they're in some sort of. Structure, yes. or, yeah. There's something going on. They're talking to their doctor, or they're getting medication, or they're
1: yeah. Yeah. Is that anybody who's in that middle position of of being the partner who's who's now stabilised? Is that nearly give yourself permission to to put your oxygen mask on now? Do you do you know to need okay? You know, nearly going against the grain where where your whole lived experience is okay. Now I'm responsible for the kids. I'm responsible for my partner. I'm responsible for the mortgage. I'm just responsible for the whole bloody world. Right? Is is okay? You, okay what would it be like if I just was able to talk about what it's like for me mm. or even get an idea of what it's like for me? Do you know? And sometimes that can be um, really kind of not a difficult road or a difficult journey, but um, to, to nearly convince somebody that they're worth talking to. Do you know that, that there's, there's actually, do you, I want to know what's going on for you. Do you know, and like, I'm not going to say Jesus, he's an awful shitbagger or whatever it is. I just want to know what's going on for you, and that, that can take a, a while, even to, to for the person to, to feel that okay, it's actually okay for me to talk about what's going on for me, Do you know, that the, the world isn't going to collapse if I actually say what it's like for me. Mm. Yeah, um, it's
0: like I, des- I sometimes describe in this podcast uh, a friend of mine who had all sorts of crazy things going on in their life. Um, And it was probably at the start of probably the first lockdown. And I I, I was talking to them and I I just, I felt something about them and I I was trying to encourage them to to talk to somebody, you know, to talk to a professional. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the person said to me, because of the the situation they were in, like all they could see was that the situation was, made worse. Well, the the whole problem was because of the coronavirus and the lockdown and that made everything made the situation the way it was. And this person said to me, what's if I go and talk to somebody, what are are they going to do? Get rid of Are they going to be able to get rid of coronavirus? And and, you know, I I can I remember saying to them and uh, I was quite proud of myself. And I'm going to say I was quite proud of myself because I said to them, well, they won't get rid of coronavirus but they'll be able to help you deal with whatever situation you're in mm-hmm. better and you will feel better and you will be better. And that will enable you to deal with whatever you feel like you need to deal with better. So that's yeah. that for me. I mean, it was a light bulb moment for me mm-hmm. uh, even just in having that conversation with that person. Yeah. And that's, that's it,
1: isn't it? It, it is. It's kind of in a nutshell because what we can do is okay. Um, I'm feeling this way because of the situation, right? And while it might be true, right? Then, then the, the next line is well, I can't do anything about it until the situation either improves or moves on. you know? So when coronavirus is gone, then I'll be okay. I'll get on with my life, right? Or when my partner gets back to full mental health or physical health, then we can get back to the way we are, right? So it's it's, it's then conditional and situational and everything else, you know. So it's almost like okay, when this changes for the better then i can move on because this is the problem Mm -hmm. right what a massive difference can be just okay well this is how it is you know and this mightn't change for a while let's let's try and find out how you're feeling about it do you know let's find out where it's impacting on you and that's where it can go up down backwards forwards in and out wherever wherever it is and that that's the space sometimes you find people say jesus i had no idea i was going to talk to you about that like like driving in today when we used to drive or we coming onto the call today i would never have thought that i was going to talk about that do you know because in creating a space where um we allow ourselves just to let stuff up you, you can be surprised around how you're feeling about certain stuff good bad and indifferent do you know That's what I'm saying with with the person in the middle here, like whoever is is trying to support somebody with mental health difficulties, physical health difficulties, or whatever the difficulties are. You know, even like we can kind of, if we can move this slightly to the left or whatever it is, is that parents at the moment who are struggling homeschooling, Mm -hmm. right? Is that this? Whatever, just trying to be a teacher and trying to do this, and I've no time, and you know it becomes well. Jesus, when the coronavirus, it's going to be. Uh, then I'll breathe whatever it is, because then I go back to school, and then I we'll get my life back, right? And if you ever needed a, a model or an application of, listen, just put your own mask on here first. Like, do you know wait where you can? Like, just leave the room. Like, go for a breath. Like, go for a walk. Whatever it is. Like, it's it's not going to change by by trying to meet. Um. A kind of an, an emotional reaction to somebody else with a strong emotional reaction. Do, do you know? It's just not going to work. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it, it all comes back
0: to, I mean, it, it's all coming back to you make sure that you're looking after yourself. And it's the last thing you think of because, mm-hmm. you know, why would I go to a, a therapist or why would I need to talk? To, why would I talk to somebody? Even if it's, you know, so if, we're not, we're not saying it has to be a therapist. Um, Me personally, I, I, I would advocate first. Uh, I found it very helpful. But, you know, that's the thinking is, well, sure, I'm not the one with the mental health problems here. And we forget all the time that we, you know, as I, as I, as I say a lot, we all have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's all mental health. It's all, you know, like people say about politics, you know, turning on a light is politics. Like it's all mental health, everything. And if you can, Mm -hmm. if you can see that, you know, if we, we, we often differentiate, you know, if it's a couple and one of them can't get out of bed in the morning, well, look, they have mental health issues, but Mm -hmm. the person who is getting on and getting into work and minding the kids and they also have mental health issues, you know, uh, it's, it's how they're feeling is affecting their life in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a, 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 something we need to get beyond. And if this, if the person writing the letter is worried about their friends, their female friends, in this case, trying to deal with their husbands and saying everything's grand, like it's it can be very hard, although that could be a good way. I mean, hopefully we'll have given her a good way of explaining I mean, the 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 oxygen mask on the plane is a great way of explaining how you need to be looking after yourself first. Here and then, and then see what transpires, and then see if you can be assertive, and then see how you can be yeah. assertive. And um, if I was to, if I was to, if we were to jump ahead a little bit, I hope I'm not um, jumping ahead too much. Mm-hmm. How can you be, like, say, for instance, say, for instance, I, I, I'm going to my my example so i'm the husband and my wife is struggling with mental health and she can't work and it's affecting our lives and she i need her to work as well so that we can pay the mortgage whatever we know we're we're struggling financially and how can i be assertive okay so so and (laughs) <laughs> see i suppose we're, it's hypothetical but say for instance i've started looking after myself i've joined a yoga class i'm you know i've, got, I've actually gotten into doing a bit of art as well because that's something i really love so i've got low i've got time now for for myself and i've and, you know I've, I've i've made time i've made sure the kids are a little bit older so they can kind of look after each other i can i can i can, I can leave the house do yeah. my own thing for a few hours, or, you know, I'm start, I'm going out walking, meeting my friends, I'm I'm going for car, doing things, you know, for myself. I'm looking after myself. I'm going to a therapist. Like, how do you, how do you be assertive with the person who's struggling in a way that doesn't make them feel shame about not being able to do the things that you're asking them to do? How do you switch from passive to assertive
1: without? It, to me, in my understanding of of. Being assertive and assertiveness, right? Um I based it on a colleague that I, I worked with previously, and she had said, "Okay, never ask a question unless you can answer. If when you've been asked why, you ask me that question, right? It's kind of it's 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 simple, but it's complex, right? Mm-hmm. So if I was if I was to ask you, Keith, like, uh, why are you wearing the the yellow top, or the orange top today, right? And you could go. I'll answer that in a minute, but like, why are you asking me that? Right? Because then I have to reflect on like what it is about your own top or whatever. I yeah, have no issue with your orange topic. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Top yes. top, right? Good example. You know, it's like because it, it, with that narrative or with that f- framework is that it, it, it demands self-reflection. It demands knowing what's going on for you, right? So the same thing is that it's okay. Never say anything to anybody else unless you can answer. Why are you saying that? Do you know? Because it, then it, it puts responsibility, you know, on, on the other person. You to, to know why you're saying that, and that's that's the assertive place, right? So that can be like if you need to challenge somebody around their behaviour, if you know why you're challenging. Right, as opposed to just you're just pissing me off or whatever, because I'm tired. Right, then it's about me rather than your behaviour. So you always know why you're challenging something. Right, is is that is the, that's the position to be in because that can make very difficult conversations and um, more accessible. Do you know, to, have to make okay if you if to have if you have to confront somebody if whatever it is if you if you always have an idea of why you're doing it, you know then you have a much better chance to, to to staying with it, right? Or even to agree to disagree, because then it's not about my opinion is more important than you. It's just my, my. I'm just trying to articulate how I feel, right? I'm not trying to bash you over the head or what's right or wrong. I'm trying to articulate how I feel. Do you know? Yeah. And Yeah, go on, yeah. It, like, I always find that when when somebody's, when I get a sense that somebody's trying to tell me something from a position they own, Right, they're being assertive but from the position they own. It offers me it's a it's a phrase that I love, you know, it offers me a pocket of space to then go into, you know, that I'm not being bashed about it. Like that if I get the sense of it, like a challenge your opinion and we don't have to kill each other about it. Like, do you know but if I get a sense that you're asking me that because it's important to you or you've noticed something. Then I can respond in a different way, as opposed to if somebody's just gone. Then I'm going to have one or two responses. I might either going to be passive or aggressive. Do
0: you know? So, what? so the difference is. Uh, so the difference is instead of me throwing a lot of bills at, say, for instance, you're my husband, Luke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'd make a lovely couple. I'm. I've stormed into the room. You're. You haven't been able to get up that day or whatever. I'm throwing a lot of bills at you and going, these fucking need paying and you're fucking not helping. Blah, blah, blah. This is not working. Blah, blah. That's mm-hmm. the that's the encounter with regards is, uh, you know, and obviously it's better. I know it is. If you, you know, set time aside and go, look, we need to sit down at some point and look through the finances and see where mm-hmm. we can, where we can both, you know, help the situation where we're at, what, what we need to do uh is, how can but, that also? I I can't see how that's better. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Well,
1: well it's kind of like the, the assertive place. Then probably would be instead of coming in and throwing the bills. Actually, you'd be going to go listen. All these bills, they're they're not being paid. You know, I'm I'm shit scared. We're going to lose the house. Mm. I'm, I'm really scared that that we're in a bad financial situation. You know, and I'm absolutely exhausted trying to to work the extra job to try and get the money. Do you know so everything's from what they call the eye voice. Right, is that I've just owned everything I said, and none of it has been about, and because you won't get out of bed, whatever you know, it's everything you've owned, and that's that can be much easier to respond to them, you know, as opposed to something you get out of bed, it's okay, I'm really struggling. Like that can really sometimes afford the space to go, Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And I really want to be able to help, but it's just days I can't get out of bed. And I want to be able to make this work. Like, you know, you are important to me, whatever it is. You know, creating a space where that can be said. Mm. Do you know if possible? And the same goes if you kind of if we flip it over to the to the other side of that um, triad. You know, is the person looking on, right? Is like if if you if if you want to help somebody, right? And you're getting a passive response, okay, such as I'm grand, I'm grand, or whatever it is. Or you're getting the, an aggressive response around, whichever, fuck off? It's hard yeah. enough to deal with this shit. Like, Mind your own business. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, co- okay, again, like knowing where you're coming from, right? You know, and like, it's, it's like my my opinion on advice is like um, the best thing you can ever hope for your, any advice you give somebody is that you don't take it. Right. And from the point of view is that like a lot of people think that if I give you advice, then I've, I've given you advice. And then if you don't take it, well, it. Okay, like I can fed up giving you advice to keep telling you what to do. Do you know? And you keep telling me to keep not following my advice. Right. And that could, that that's all sorts of other nonsense going on in the relationship. Then is that, okay, it's nearly okay. Before you go to help somebody else, again, back to that is put your own mask on first. Mm. Right. So, like, to even be able to identify within yourself, is, okay, well, I'm actually pretty annoyed with Seamus. Sorry for any as that might be listening. I'm pretty annoyed with Seamus because, like, my best friend's life was great until she made, met him, you know. So, so even to identify that if you're holding an annoyance yourself, okay, so that it doesn't have to be a therapist that the middle person talks to, it can be just somebody who they get the senses available to listen to them right? So, so, you know, how are you doing today? Yeah. Is he sitting in the bed for fuck's sake? Whatever. You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. He should be a man. God love you? Whatever. You're working too hard. And it's all, it's all well-intentioned, but it's like, it's, it's aggressive as well. Mm.
0: And also, as you said earlier, you're attacking the person that they chose to marry. You're effectively attacking them for, you know, maybe yeah. in their head, it could be, yeah, I know I made a fucking mistake by marrying him or whatever, you know, yeah. that's,
1: that's not helping either. Yeah, And I'm not saying that the person who, who kind of contacts you is, is from that point of view, but we're talking no. very abstractly around relationships mm. is, that, is, is nearly getting to a point, you know, of if you have a worry for a friend, you own the worry, right? So again, if I was to say to you, you know, you want to be, you know, you want to be getting out a bit more there now, look, like, you know, you know, you say, I hear you, but why are you saying that to me? You know, so I might say to you, well, because you look tired, man, you, you just you look tired and I'm worried about you, you know, I'm worried about you. Do you know, it's it's kind of, kind of, again, trying to create a pocket of space that gives you the opportunity to go into if you want to, or not. So you never, you now have a choice to say, yeah, well, I am tired. I haven't mm-hmm. been sleeping properly because I'm I'm actually worried, you know, and this is the other stuff going on, or else, no, no, I'm I'm not quite sure. i you know, I don't I don't want to talk to you about this yet, you know. Seeking so honestly, yeah, I hear your concern, but I'm not ready to talk about this at the moment. Do you, you know.
0: Yeah can uh in a relationship male male female female you know if there's three people living in a house that's cool whatever um could it help create space for say for instance i'm struggling with my life i'm struggling with mental health I, i'm not going to work can't get out of bed not fulfilling my side of the the deal with regards to earning money not really doing my bit with the kids that's my situation my partner is slowly over time has other focuses and that like has a group of friends she or he goes out walking with uh started yoga classes going to a therapist you know every couple of weeks is you know is is just kind of just getting on with their life not not just getting and this doesn't have, this is not a leaving, you know, I'm I'm moving away from you. But just like within this marriage, I'm putting mm-hmm. a lot of focus on myself. I, I, this is just purely off the top of my head. Can that create space for this person who is struggling to, to figure out how they can help themselves without the pressure of it always being about what you know, when are you going to get better? How are you going to fix this? How are you, blah, blah, blah. you do, do you know what I mean? If you're if the partner becomes focused on their own shit and their own life and their own well being, can that allow the person space to get better? Or is that just is that just a case by case scenario?
1: It can, but I think what has to be kept in check the whole time is where the relationship is at. Yeah. Do you know, like that a central bit, especially in that first letter, is that okay, that we're not emotionally connected anymore. You know, we're not available for each other anymore. You know, and again, if it can identify the three components of like there's 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 this person, this person, and then there's the relationship. they are three different things, you know, but they always have to be kept in check. So where am I with me? Where am I with you? Where am I with our relationship? You know, so if you'd say, okay, well, I'm over here and I've got to look after me um, and I'll talk to you in a while and i have finished looking after me, right? Chances are when you turn back around, the relationship is, is gone. Mm. do you know or it's deteriorated the so so it's kind of like okay where am i okay where where are you and where's the relationship do you know and again that can be really difficult if the person who's struggling with mental health has no concept of the relationship anymore it's just it can be about i'm, I'm protecting the relationship from me now do you know because i'm not i'm not worth it whatever it is like do you know and that's where the difficulty can be and like even the spectrum of of Mental distress and mental illness is that um, quite often an individual is, is not able to make those kinds of decisions in that space. Like they need very specialized support and care, like to 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 get them to connect with themselves first. You know, to turn that thing around. You know, where they're identified with themselves, like, and then the relationship. You know. Yeah. So th- th- it's th- there's no simple fix. Okay, do this, do this, do this, and to be okay. Do you know, it's just okay, the, the person in the middle who we're addressing here is that whatever it is you need, put your mask on. Do you know if if your partner is stabilized, now now put your mask on. Do you know to find the position of being able to to describe how your lived experience is assertively? Do you know and assertively is not aggressively. Although we said, is assertive not aggressive? No, it's not like like assertive can be as as gentle as, you know. I've taught about this a lot, and I actually I, I love you. I adore you. That's assertive. I'm just mm. telling you I love you. You know, as opposed to, do you know your behavior is unacceptable? It's just you keep doing it. That's unacceptable. That, it's the same spectrum, but a lot of people are assertive, not aggressive as well. He so said, "No, the assertive can come in that there can be tough words have to be spoken, but the assertive is okay. This is coming from me.
0: You know, and it could be just a case of, you know, constant reminders of just you know we're." We'll get through this together, and I still love you. And just, just sort of reminding the person who's struggling that, and and yeah. if you've given yourself the space and time to work on yourself, or if you're if you've taken the oxygen mask and you're doing that, then you've got yeah. the wherewithal to be able to reassure that person, and you know, be assert yourself in that position and say, look, I still love you, and I think I still think you're great, and these are the reasons I think you're great, and we will yes. get better, and when and and you know, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And and that can I suppose help obviously the relationship and uh, help the other person then as well rather than yeah helping in the way that wasn't actually helpful
1: yeah and like even that okay that that even might allow like anybody who's maybe even then receiving support specialist support whatever it is through like St Patrick's or through a therapist or whoever it is right is that if if the relationship can accommodate. Both parties talking from a assertive place. It, it can almost serve then, you know, to, to have a conversation. Okay, how was it today in the hospital? Do you know? Instead of okay, we've got you back safe in the hospital now. What, what do you need? Okay, what did he say you have to do? And, you know, and now this is my checklist. As your nurse, have to do it. Like, so, okay, what was it like today? Said, so, geez, it was actually. Anybody who's seen me in St. Patrick's, you go. It's not the loony bin that they have depicted in the films. It's actually it's gentle and support, and I, I feel that I was heard there, and I can relax do you know again like both people it can facilitate a lot of times a connection in some way so mm-hmm. okay now now i can talk to you about my lived experience because you seem like you want to listen and then do the way around so okay well while you're gone today like just this, this happened today and everything but i think i dealt with it. Like, okay what do you think Wh- whatever it is like do you know
0: um i presume this is a very common <laughs> is it is it very common? Is it like? Is it? Are we? Are we? <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes I think, and I don't know, but I, I get a feeling that Ireland is at crisis point with regards mental health because of how we tend to view it and how we tend to deal with it, even behind, like, especially behind closed doors, because you can hide a lot behind the front door, you know.
1: For sure, like it, it's um, mental health is is an abstract until it comes into your lived experience like it, it, people talk about mental health it's always an abstract like you know, it just be great whatever whatever until until you've engaged with your mental health or until you've supported an individual with their mental health then then you get an understanding like then, then you'll you'll really get a bird's eye view of your own prejudices and your own ideas and your own situations that you can then challenge you know well, where am I with that like you know, what's this about? Like, do you know, because, well, it's all abstract. It's not attainable. It's it's not connectable, whatever, do you know? Mm. So you have to say, well, mental health is is just getting out for a walk and and eating fruit and being grand and looking after yourself, do you know? And what it is to a certain point, it also suggests then that if you're struggling with your mental health, it's your own fault because you weren't getting out for a walk and eating fruit and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Do you know? Yeah. Whatever it is. So it, it, it can only be met like, um, you know it's that saying again like where the rubber meets the road is is when there's a the mental health experience there.
0: Yeah yeah totally. Um look I think you've given us we've, we've been talking for a, a long time and I think you've given us plenty of your time and I know you're busy Luke so I think there's I think we I think there's loads there for people to think about to ponder. There's loads of um yeah. tips and I think the stuff you said I would find really helpful and I have found really helpful even as much as I've, it's just that thing of, I mean, even just simply, you know, you're focusing on, you might just be focusing on on the wrong thing and you might just need to turn the focus on yourself. And, and Mm -hmm. uh, I think the oxygen mask is, is a perfect analogy really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. There are sometimes, and there are some relationships, there are some instances that demand immediate action right? That immediate support is put around an individual, whatever it is. And sometimes it can be life-saving support or whatever, and that's fine. The focus has to be directly on another mm-hmm. person, right? But as the, the email suggests that the other partners have stabilized, they're in they're in support somewhere, right? Is it? It's at that time there it's okay. Now, now the spotlight's on you. Now you have a choice and again, the offering is a choice that how about you find find somewhere where you can talk about your lived experience do you know and I, that that has to be very situational that has to be under that that I, I like for me like i'll only talk to somebody when i get a sense that i'm not being judged do you know where i get a sense that the person can hear me do you know a lot a lot of other i'll just say yeah i acknowledge grant i'm fine thanks for asking or whatever it is and it's not a, ref, a bad reflection of the person it's just okay there's certainly, I'm comfortable to talk, yeah. and it's the same for any human being. Is that that's that's what we need? Is a space where it's not judgmental, where we're not being told what to do, you know. And again, with advice, anybody who's looking to support an individual, if you're given advice, like just say the best thing can happen is that they don't take it. Like, do you know I have to do say that was that was useful? You go, okay, great, whatever it is, you know, keeping me in check that that I'm not the oracle. Do you know I'm mm. not the wizard of bloody Oz, like where they all the answers. Do you know? Because that can cause tension. That relationship, is go. God, I'm still doing that. And you go. Well, I did tell you twice now. Yeah. I did tell you twice. You know, yeah. Do You know, and you're still not doing it. So, what do you yeah. want from me, huh? Huh? You know, whatever it is. Yeah.
0: I've I've, know, been, I've, it I've, I've, I've I've been there. I've been that person even within my own marriage where I've been like, but I've you haven't followed my advice yet. What's why are we still yeah. talk? Why are we still talking about it? Yeah. Until you until you follow my advice, and then we.
1: <laughs> Get back with the program, and then we'll talk. Then schedule an appointment. You know. Yeah. What I would say just to finish, Keith, is that if if anybody like, um, just to talk about therapists and therapy for a minute, if I can, right? Like the the organization that I'm affiliated is the Irish Association of Counseling and Psychotherapy. Right? Any therapist is affiliated with that organization. They have to be accredited or pre-accredited. It's a very stringent. It's a very arduous process it's a very regulated process because it has to be do you know at, at the moment on their directory base and i'm not saying because I'm not, I'm not plugging them but there's a directory i think nearly of nearly two and a half thousand therapists from all over the country who who are offered therapy that could be um affordable counseling to you know different type of counseling or, or whatever it is do you know that if you feel that you need to, to reach out and, and talk to somebody okay and again, I don't mean to directly my profession, but that's the biggest shop window you could ever have. Do you know, like with therapists, it's a buyer's market. You know, reserve the right that, okay, if, if you link in with a therapist and say, okay, they're not somebody that are really warms you. Well, try somebody else. Like, do you know, go go with your gut. Go with how you feel, you know, the sense, okay, I, I, there's something about that I'd, I'd like to talk to them. Is follow-up, do you know? It's a completely different relationship to it Patient and doctor relationship, which is a lot of authority and a lot of you know all the knowledge is on this side. Like it's it's in that relationship that a lot of the the the, the process will happen. Do you know? Yeah. So to saying, even if you're if you're trying to source a therapist for somebody in your life that they've given you permission to do it, again, just go in. Even if you have a checklist, like do you do this? Do you do that? And pay attention and say, well, there's something about you, and it could be even a physical thing. Do you know? Yeah, you know, you, you even massage, or whatever it is, and I'm, I'm reacting to that. I'm say, okay, that's fine. Do you know? Is try somebody else. Yeah, good advice. Um,
0: yeah, I know. The first time I met you, was you said, look, this is free. This is just kind of a getting to know you session, and then you can. I mean, the yeah. thing about it is you don't even have to say it to their face. You can leave, and then you know, email yeah. them. And go listen I'm, I'm i'm gonna look and they you, you don't take it personally you don't you don't ring back and go what do you mean yeah so that's 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 really good advice um thank you very much luke
1: you're very welcome you take look after your yourself time. i'm talking you again
0: and we will talk again for sure take care Kate. there you go thanks a million luke um apologies i was just uh eating a few peanuts and some raisins (laughs) Um, I don't know why I'm telling you that maybe just in case it sounds like I've just been eating Uh, it's absolutely pissing rain outside uh, tonight Um, so I hope if you're if you're uh, if you're listening to this late on Monday night and it's pissing rain that you've got a nice dry warm gaff Um, yeah look if if anything any part of that chat struck a chord with you in any way and um, do get in touch at gmail.com. I'd love to get other people's advice, thoughts as I said in the chat if you've been through something similar and you can offer some other advice that'd be great if you feel like that's exactly your situation I'd love to hear from you because I can get Luke back on again um, and we can discuss these things further no problem uh, or if you have any questions at all, uh, this is—I it to be like an open forum, uh, two-way conversation—and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, I just—I think that learning to learning to identify when we might have an issue, being honest about it, and then having someone to talk to and somewhere to go—it uh, could make a whole heap of a world of a difference to to you me to to the people around us and uh that's the whole point of doing podcasts like this and it was nice because this is episode sixty to do something like this uh which is basically you know a podcast listener led so thank you very much for sending that in uh, anonymous person and where we're talking about mental health in a very open way and that's the way it should be and that's what i'll keep trying to make normal normalize Um, so there you go yeah so keithwalshpod at gmail.com or keithwalsh.walsh at gmail.com if you're not sure send send it to both and i'd love to hear from you that's it Uh, i'm gonna go and uh, get this recorded finished edited up online so you can listen to it and enjoy it if you do enjoy the podcast please tell your friends about it also if you subscribe to the podcast it means that every time there's a new a new one out it'll drop into your your podcast box wherever you get your podcasts and uh, there is um a little link in the description of the podcast if you want to donate a few quid to the podcast that would be cool as well as i always say nothing big you know 100 grand would be perfect um and uh, that's it yeah so like give us a rating review the podcast thank you very much to ACAST this is part of uh, the ACAST network uh, for all your support um, and that's it i got to go I have another pod- I have to put up the chat between me and Mike as well that we recorded on Saturday there will be a, an extra uh, chat with my friend Mike uh, we'll be putting that up hopefully Wednesday night if not I'll put I'll put three up on Thursday or put two up, Oh no, two up on Thursday, yeah, that'd be grand. I could do that. Okay. Uh, either way, I'll speak to you soon. Take care, be good, and keep talking. Keep talking, yeah. Me, I don't know when to stop talking, or when to say goodbye, or when to finish up my goodbye. Thanks. Thanks for understanding. <laughs>